on the tee, Jack Nicklaus. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Hi guys, welcome back to the latest episode of the Bogeyman podcast with Johnny and Dave. Johnny, how are you? I'm good, Dev, I'm good. Uh, I see that you are wearing your, your duck hook clothes. I am as ever. You are as well. I'm always sporting the dad cap. I'm loving it these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in the uh, corduroy one actually today. It's a, oh, it's look kind at of you. a corduroy, turquoise, nice fit of it actually. Big look, happy. guys, um, as you know by now, we've partnered up with Duck Hook and we want you guys to start looking as, as good as we are looking. Golf courses might be opening <laughs> the next month or so. Um, but look, go visit duckhook.shop, enter in coupon code bogeymen for 15% off. Don't forget, duckhook.shop and enter in coupon code bogeymen at checkout for 15% off. All right, guys, well, let's get into it. Dave, what is going on? Do you know what? I'm, uh, I'm absolutely fucking done with this at this stage. Today, what, the last, today, the last week, the last two weeks, the last three weeks have just have been like hard. Like, and I'm not going to like we do this as like an escape and a break, and people go off and they'll have they'll go for a walk and they'll listen to us talking about golf and, it's, and it feels like they get away from the house, get away from the family, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the brother, the sister, the mother. And what I'm finding now, and it's just like everyday life and I don't want to go into it too, like be too, like we have, we have a good, like everyone in my house is, is healthy. We haven't lost anybody and all this stuff, but Jesus fucking Christ, we just can't get away from this stuff. And the problem is because we just don't know what's happening. Well, we do know what's happening, actually. We're sitting here at, Johnny, what time is it? It's 10, 10 past six. six. There's, a, there's a good, probably a government announcement. But you know what? I know everyone's going to be on the fucking thing because, you know why? Gavin Riley put out a tweet four hours ago and basically told us exactly what's happening. Now, the problem being is that we've been, had about five of these, uh, like, phases at this stage. And this has always happened, whereby the leak will come at some point. Um, like our tarnished is up for leaking a fucking GP contract for crying out loud. Like how would this not trickle down to the government anyway, that they just leak stuff out to their nearest and dearest in the journalists. But what, what I feel is just so dumb about the whole lot is that my brother plays inter-county football and he will be back playing within, in a squad of 35 people on the 19th of April. Now, I don't know about you, but how, uh, the only I've only ever seen one football been played in, or been used in a in a in a game match, for example. That mm. is a shared ball sport with thirty people within two acres of each other. Um, it's a contact sport apart from anything else. But where I'm getting to with this is that golf to me and you are means a lot to people in really different ways and golf across ireland means a lot to people in a way that not that other sports don't to be honest johnny because 
when we start playing golf, we go out and we take a break from real life and we take a break from the ordinary and we take we kind of get transported out to these nice places where we pay to be a part of and some people pay an awful lot some people depending on where they are pay quite little and we socialize and we chat about stuff and we sort out the world's wrongs and we meet people and we like regardless of your your ambition in golf like mine is like the process and getting better other people like Johnny, you're into the art of the game and the history of the game, and that's your big thing, and course architecture and that kind of stuff. My dad loves the Thursday four ball with 20 lads in Mo Golf Club, all put in a fiver, and they slag this shite out of each other for the lads who win. It's worse winning than it is losing in that thing. And I don't know, do people realize the impact of not having this as an outlet? is for men who, and women, men probably a little bit more because it's, to a certain extent, no, I'm not, no, not going to say that actually, it's, it's both because it means, it, 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 it sorts the same function for a lot of people in terms of getting out and talking to people. I, I don't know, I just, at this stage, it, I find it hard to be coherent about it because I just get, the more I think about it, the more angry I get because of the absence of any reasoning behind leaving them closed. Yeah, I, I completely relate. And like yourself, none of my family have, have caught COVID. My, one of my sisters works as a infectious diseases doctor who's literally on the front line. You know, the people who are on the front line of my family or who are at risk are all vaccinated and, and, and that's great. Like we've got doctors and, and elderly people and people in care homes in my family, and they're all vaccinated. So we've not lost anything. All of, our, all of our jobs are fine. But really, for me, like I'm, I'm more irritable now, this lockdown, these last few weeks, even the last few days, definitely I'm more irritable. I'm, I'm not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel that other people are talking about. They're also I, I, that, that's it. Like I, I like we're, we're sitting there and looking at Gavin's tweet there, and it's like twenty six for golf, and you're just going right. Like what, okay. an, what an arbitrary number. And and what, like that's it's a purely political decision when you look at the other dates for what activities can go ahead. And I was listening to Paul Murphy. I can the, go to the, the zoo before I can get onto a golf course. Same day, yeah. I was, I was listening to Paul Murphy on News Talk as I was driving home from work today. And he was giving out about the Beacon thing and, and, and the, the VHI CEO getting a vaccine because of the surplus. But he, he waited, I'd say, 20 seconds before saying this type of jabs for the boys is relatable to the Golfgate incident. Yeah. Like, there's still very much that political football that golf has been used as. And that's, that's just complete bullshit. To be honest, but to be those, picking people like you and me down because, or keeping us off the golf course because Paul Murphy has an agenda and the tarnished and the t shirt and their surrounding people all go, well, it would look really bad if golf came back. Yeah, exactly. That's really this what it comes down to now at this point. Based off absolutely no evidence whatsoever. And as we've seen, it was. Jesus, like I went to Aldi today and I bumped into three people, bumped into three people, as in physically walked into them by accident because I was mm. looking at whatever vegetables I was going to take. Um, like none of that, 
I'm going into Ali and I'm not, this isn't being patrolled. Like you're not been let in in twos and just as everyone twos yeah. out and twos in. It's not like I have a 10 minute gap between those two going off in front of me. And like, and it, and then I'm just looking and I went for a walk at the golf course in Donegal there the other day. I was just out for a while. I just had to, I just went, was on the beach and actually strolled across onto one of the holes. I'm just looking around and I'm seeing this just massive expanse of land from a recreational perspective. It serves a purpose for both from a sporting perspective, social perspective, mental health perspective. And we bang on about like mindfulness and mental health being at the forefront of what people or what this government are trying to tackle in terms of the issues that are there. And it's, there's no, there's no sound logic behind it. And I come from a place where I took a decision in February of last year to actually move into the golf industry and within six weeks lost my job. And yeah. I feel that, but the, the other side of it is there have been people within that industry that haven't worked since then. Like the people I've been thinking of, like from, I've been speaking about what we would get out of it from our own, from, from satisfying the itch of, of, of playing golf. And that's great. Like the fact that we have it, to get back to is great but i think about like james the barman and st anne's like you've mm. effectively the bar has been closed since then i think about the pro shop that that's been in there i think of the auxiliary like a lot of the a lot of the restaurants and bars are run by third party um professionals because clubs aren't as good at doing it anymore as they used to be and none of those people have been back in i'm just going like it's, it's our in, hobby but it's their livelihood it's, it's exactly johnny like and we give out about that and we're not able to get back to play in our hobby and they're going let us back into our job and you're just like jesus christ yeah um it's but it's the fact that as you said someone will come on and say the fucking irreparable damage that that golf gate and those idiots did like those 80 lads like and women and whoever the hell they were led by Tony cassidy and his wish to get his golf event off and the hotel that facilitated it and like what they've done to be honest from an image perspective because that's not golf like that's not golf in ireland golf in ireland is something completely different to like a lot of countries around the world a lot of countries around the world and and we're left here as i said reason i know what's going on i didn't watch any news or i didn't watch any um of a t-shirts announcement because it's it's been leaked and it's been on a tweet and that's <laughs> that's how we find things out now so oh yeah the wider political conversation is probably not our sphere no it, it's but... not but it's it's not like we we and we do have opinions on that but that's not what this podcast about but, but that's why we kind of we hadn't actually spoken in this way before on the pod about like about what this is actually doing to to people as well like who rely on it as a massive part of their social outlet as their exercise outlet like go through the young lads and girls are really competitive all over instagram you see their photos from all the cool places around the country to the wednesday golfers the Tuesday women's comps in Athlone and you're just going, God, is there, there probably isn't, there probably isn't a sport that hits such a wide demographic in terms of membership, you see. Like, 
there's volunteerism in GAA, but a lot of the cohort of playing is from kids to mid thirties. Whereas in golf, it's like male, female, 10 to what's the oldest in our club? 85. And you're just, Oh, Jesus. It'd frustrate you. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, we can, we can look at a glass, a glass half full and say, okay, cool. 27 days as of recording until golf courses reopen. Yeah, that's great. But like, there's so little trust in this government and the communication around what's going on from golf around golf in Ireland that like, Jesus, in 20, what, what could happen in the next 27 days is they could turn around and go, actually, golf's going back on the 26th of May now and then June. Like, there's no, there's no trust there between us and, and no. the government. So, yeah, I still, I still don't see the slide at the end of the tunnel. I'd, I'd heard rumors of like the 12th, the 19th, and I'd actually resigned myself before this weekend that like it wasn't going to be April at all. So the fact that it is April, cool, that's, that's great. There's like four days in April we get to play golf, but it's a look, it is a strange one, Johnny. It's something that we were chatting beforehand and we were quite jovial and chatting about a lot of the projects that we have coming up with social media open, you actually travel, the duck hook stuff, and everything. and as Everything we, as, is dependent upon confidence. Yeah, well, as this as this pod grows, the community grows, and our contacts within the industry grow, and the people that we we speak to on a regular basis, and you just start to feel for absolutely every one of them. Yeah, I think, and that's the thing is like we have built a pretty big community now off the back of this pod, and the next logical step for us is to try and try and do more um, with that community, but. Like the things that we want to do with you guys and for you guys as a media offering, like we just can't do because the golf courses are closed and there's just no, there's no clarity coming to us as to what we can do mm-hmm. around, around this. And that's like, yeah, we do this for fun, but like we want to keep being able to do this and we can't unless the golf course is reopened. Yep. Cause a big part of this for us when we, when we started, this was to talk about our game and, you know the the club championships and the the amateur side of Irish golf, but like none of that's been happening, and that's a huge part of you know what we want to be talking about, covering, and engaging with. And mm-hmm. yeah, this is a huge. I th- I feel like there's going to be a huge knock-on effect on golf because of this. Just even in terms of we've lost like a quarter of the year more. I say over the two years between 2020 and 2021, we've lost about three quarters of a year, so nine months ish of people not getting into golf people not getting better at golf like you, you could lose like a whole generation of very good golfers because we just haven't been able to get out in the golf course yep and just yeah god god we got ranty there didn't we <laughs> it's not like us not like us Anyway, we did watch some golf. It was some golf over the weekend. And you know what? It was nearly as you know what? It was nearly as painful as listening to a Mihal Martin speech at this stage because it Oh Jesus, don't make me go on another rant. Took a long time. <laughs> Do you know what? It is actually it's very it's very similar. Um it's very similar to waiting for this announcement from the uh, from the T shirt uh, in relation to the golf was kind of similar to the the work day in that. Um it lasted an awful long time on Sunday. 
I got dragged out. You got dragged out. But you eventually knew who was going to win quite early, uh, I felt, anyway. But so the WGC from Austin Country Club was on match play event 64 guys were in there was about 9 million groups uh, in the, at the group stages it, somehow they worked out I don't know they did the old American win loss tie system um, to qualify for the last 32 and then was the last two, 32 or 16 32 no 16 16 so yeah last 16 and um eventually came down to it uh billy horschel beat scotty scheffler in a playoff which was probably the worst six hours of golf tv that has ever graced a television um did you have a favor going into this um sergio actually to be honest yeah sergio and i i I expected big things from bob mcintyre and we got them um and yeah i like i was really entertained up until by up until saturday really Um, yeah so was i yeah and then oh my good god so what we were seeing like on thursday they started on wednesday so you just had a lot of golf so around wednesday thursday friday saturday if you got to the final you had two rounds on sundays so seven rounds to win it Mm. seven rounds in six days um or five days yeah five days yeah five and it the the match play or the 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 group stage was just brilliant because it was just golf everywhere and like good golf everywhere and lads going for it and highlight for me like brian Harmon's match against boba watson that was great um, combined were what were they on better ball they were something like 13 under through 11 holes yeah outrageous stuff yeah, I thought like actually like the weekday part of that was was brilliant. You had Pulse just beating the shite out of Rory on the first <laughs> yeah. day, like oh, first geez. round. That was brilliant to watch, and I think for a lot of people that started conversations around, oh, could could Pulse be back in the Ryder Cup? Or and that was brilliant for a bit of hype around kind of you know chats with your mates and just the media chat around who will be dethroned um and for us yeah bob mcintyre i thought him taking down kevin now first day also also great um but really his his tie with dj for me was dj kind of stole that from him and <laughs> I, I i know that he's saying that the world number one stole a half point from you is i don't know possibly pushing it but he um he looked in control and i think that's just the the event kind of got to bob in the last few days but hmm. um sergio like that group between sergio westwood hatton and uh wallace wallace yeah it's actually probably the toughest toughest group out of them all mm-hmm. i thought yeah. it was really good there's a lot of really good golf in that group as well um tyrell is tyrell starting to feel like he should live up to this caricature of the angry golfer isn't he it's a bit much now i don't know if he like is just a really angry guy or he's a really angry guy he's a really angry guy i just think the 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 mannerisms and everything have become a little bit more magnified like the like the artistic club throws the sarcastically applauding his own terrible shots he's leaning into it 
Yeah. He, oh, he's leaning into it heavy. He, he's it's on. I think that's great. I think that's like that's that's brilliant. That's entertaining. It is like it's like it's it's funny. He's just like he's turning into a little bit of a kind of a parody of himself. A little, a little bit, like you know. But um, he is. I, I still I still like him. It's coached by his dad, actually. Another. Yeah. Yeah. I like him too. I I think you know it could get it could start to get old fast, but I think what he says is actually so dry and funny that you're like actually like he's angry but he has he's aware enough to yeah to yeah. make it funny yeah um whereas i think if he was like just screaming his head off at steam <laughs> yeah. then you kind of be like all right man calm down it's golf yeah yeah okay. it's not like no one died well, yeah i don't know if you've ever been at an event that event where follow bubba the open and the way he goes about it is weird like he's like he talks to himself like no one has lane. Like yeah. he talked to himself. If he talked to somebody else like he talks to himself, he'd be arrested. So like <laughs> he's a horrible person to himself, you know. And subsequently, others find it distracting. But um, yeah. So like the, there's some I can only really remember like certain shots, highlight shots, because there's a lot going on um, within early on you know there was there was there was a lot of golf and televised um so but i just enjoyed it the fact that it was constantly jumping to good play and a lot of fellas just ripping at it because it's match play and you can yeah Um, what do you make of it moving from the one and done format to round robin just means a bit more golf i suppose um but so sunday was really slow because of because at that point like they played seven games the guys in the final so if it was a one and done, you'd be, you know, playing yeah, five games like, in, four, in five days. Unless, unless they were creative as to how they, like, they're, they're obviously there. They will pick up points for this, um, for the, and, and prize money. So I'm sure they could have done something a little bit more creative that they're not out of the tournament straight away that they go into maybe like a backdoor system where they don't yeah. have a chance actually to get to the overall, but certainly, they win the second group of 32 like you know and that's how you whittle down the, the prize money etc but like ah, apart from john ram there's no one in the top 20 in the final eight so yeah so like the argument of all oh, gives the the top guys another chance to keep going that's just been disproven so like what's yeah. the difference between that and the one and done yeah true um and like fucking match play like get on and win it if you <laughs> that's, the, that's the name of the game like you doesn't matter if you're number one seed or number six seed, four seed like you have at that moment on the course you've or in, in the tournament you've as equal a chance of winning if you just would just win all your matches simple like stop complaining if you're high seed you should win all your matches yeah that's like that's <laughs> the thing a match play is it is it is literally a match <laughs> just a match like just get on and win like it doesn't have to be this kind of appeasing uh all people because they feel uh feel sad for dj because he didn't get there or rory i'll say rory played rubbish got spanked by polter because he played really well like rory will deal with that quite well um and dj and doesn't give a fuck <laughs> dj <laughs> like dj showed he doesn't give a fuck with his argument with nah if anyone didn't yeah. see it um he kind of missed a putt uh, lipped out to about six inches. Waited a second, second and a half, like definitely was going to be given. Uh, step forward, raked the ball back. And now comes up to him and said, Oh, you have to wait till I give you the putt. 
DJ and like the most nonchalant DJ. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Don't. And now it's just real, like pointed, exaggerated in him getting into him kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, you're such a pain in the ass. Like you are the guy that you if ah oh, he's the guy that you take your name off the timesheet if you stuck it in beside you on a Sunday, like. Him and Cooch, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, they be playing on their own. Um, so after all of that, uh, it came down to a final, um, between um, Billy Horschel, the immaculately uh, suited and booted Billy Horschel, mm. and Scotty Scheffler, old, old wobbly legs, Scotty Scheffler. Um, his swing has the shit out of me, extraordinary. Like his his legs go places like and get in angles that are like they are there are players like so I've heard this saying, Oh, we could we could liken him to like um to Boba or to JT because they're light on their feet and there's a lot of foot movement. Like that's oh, that's really? like do you know what his swing looks like? His swing looks like a man standing in metal spikes on a concrete path. It has that feel to it, in that it looks just like a slip. Yeah, his footwork, and there was a good point made that Billy Horschel obviously far more orthodox, and when it comes down to a, a, an event after seven rounds, um, yeah, fundamentals like going through. Could, yeah, I, like it just looked like this is more repeatable than one thing is not like the other, and we kind of saw that. Like, I think it was sixteen. Like, eventually, like. He Scotch Scotty Scheffler hit a drive. I think was it sixteen? No, it was thirteen. The par five. Um, that's sixteen. That was was it's it a really long one? That's tough to reach into. Up, well, yeah, up the hill. Yeah, he was probably eighty-five yards right with his drive, and then he hit it on a couple of holes later. Hit it into a tent, um, and ended up under a few coca-cola bottles or something on a shot that was actually destined for water which was 60 yards offline like that that's where that ball would have gone if it didn't hit the tent so but the, the problem was i kept on seeing people on thursday friday Saturday, like oh one of the majors has to be this drama is just brilliant like one of the majors has to be a match play Fuck that. What we witnessed on Sunday was the worst of the PGA Tour in that. That's how long players get or take to, to play around the golf because all we, were, we were watching two shots every 15 minutes, but the two shots were in quick succession because they're in yeah. similar places. It was all, it's, all it screamed to me was these guys are not going to win a stroke play event for a long, long time. <laughs> they're, they're so so they didn't make mind, so, uh, Victor Perez was in the top four. He's never won the PGA Tour. Sky Shepherd never won the PGA Tour. Um, okay, Cooch won recently enough. And Billy Horschel that hasn't won in. Oh, I thought he actually won that. No, it was 2018 he won. So he's not won for three years. So these guys, for me, like when there's 50 to 70 other people behind them and they're on a the clock because they're the only people on the course and they weren't going to be, yeah. be putting the clock on Sunday. If there's a bit of pressure going on, like those guys are, I don't, I don't see them. I don't see them being prolific winners on the PGA tour. Ah, uh, like, well, Scotty Shepard is 60. Did he 59 or 60 last year? 60. 
Oh, in, yeah, he um, had a 59. 58 or 59. Was that the Memorial? No. I don't think it was, actually. No, I don't, it was It was somewhere decent, actually. It wasn't like it was just a regular Joe stop off on the tour. But it was horrendous TV. Like, do you know what I felt sorry for? Commentators. Like, it was like Murray actually apologised. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like, what can we talk about here? I, it was like commentating on cycling. That's what I felt. It was like five and a half hours of nothing really happening until someone wins. And that's, <laughs> and it was just death by a thousand like cuts, really. That's what it felt like to me. Like you just, from, from Scheffler's perspective, because he just got wilder and wilder to more tired and more tired yeah. um, as the day went on. And they eventually finished and he, uh, yeah, Scotty or, um, the horses took it two and one on, which was, I just wish someone would have won six and seven or seven and six or something like that. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it got boring toward the end, but it wasn't all negative and it certainly wasn't all boring. Like from a European perspective in a Ryder Cup year. Yeah. Pretty positive. Bob McIntyre yeah. took a couple of scalps. Um, Perez. Victor Perez getting to uh, 30 now in the world. Anton Rosner decapitating Bryce in the Shambo. That was great. Like, and, had a great time. And everyone was like, who the hell is this Anton Rosner guy? He's like, he's won two out of his last six starts, which is. Yeah, he's, he, know, he goes all right. So he's not bad. Um, yeah. But it was turgid to watch. Yeah, on the weekend it was. Yeah, the weekend. But look. Thursday, Friday, it had people calling for this to be a, a major, like a major format. So you realised that it was, it was good for what it, uh, what it suited. Or sorry, it was good for it was good while it lasted. Otherwise, pretty pretty busy uh, on the world golf front. European tour. There was the Savannah Kenya Open. Um, Cormac Charvin came tied forty eighth at eight under. Johnny Caldwell came tied. 57th at seven under so decent showing from them they didn't get food poisoning richard mansell and his caddy got food poisoning apparently if a few of them did over there yeah. so not ideal no gav might unfortunately missed another cut and he is really struggling at the moment so hopefully he can get out of that funk that he's in right now yeah paul dunn was played the first week in kenya and that was true and he's now back in ireland as well so um yeah. i think those guys are just trying to work on a couple of things in a quarantine hotel do you reckon? Sure, he is. Does he not have an elite athlete exemption type of thing? Could do. Could do. I don't know. We're talking to Cormac tomorrow, so we'll ask him what the situation is with him if he's quarantining or not. Yeah, yeah. I imagine they're staying. They stay out that direction. Be that go up to the um the Emirates or somewhere along those lines and get some quality practice in because. I suppose what's a little known to people is that elite um, players plus Sport Ireland carded players are allowed to practice in Carton House. Well, they can mm. actually practice anywhere, to be honest. Um, so at least they can they they can they can play when they're back and practice while they're back. So maybe that's what we should do. Just become their training partners. No, just become pros. Say that oh. pros. Just declare like you. Well, if you go out tomorrow, it's simply. You don't have to like fill out a form to declare yourself as a professional. You have to, when you're entering a professional event, you tick a box as to whether you're going to take the money or not, basically. Um, if you don't tick the box, you say as amateur. 
you don't hate the money. Do you not have to do that? Um, like to become professional, don't you have to play like a couple of certain, a couple of rounds under like under a certain score or something like that, or has that been a couple? No, no, you no, no, you can. No, you don't. You literally just go out and declare yourself. Literally, you could go out in the morning, declare to all and somebody that you've turned professional. It doesn't matter what you're playing off. Um, and away you go. You take the take the box that you're professional. <laughs> That's it. Lose your we, amateur we, status, and then you're gone for two years. Actually, someone that we will be speaking to who's done that is uh, Peter O'Keefe quite soon. So he can fill us in on all of how that happens and the journey that it takes on. It's a journey to become a pro. I tell you what, it's a journey from a pro to regain an amateur status. So that'll be an interesting chat. Yeah. Aside from that, I mean, there's not much going on in the world of golf right now, is there? No. The Masters is in 10 days. days. Yeah. Um, We will do a Masters preview pod. We've got a lot of pods coming up now in the next three weeks, actually. We've got some really good guests coming on. We've got podcast. We've got the Masters preview. We'll have a Masters recap. And then just, yeah, a bunch of feature interviews. So that'll be good. And then hopefully by the time all that has happened, we will be closer to getting it out on a golf course. Yeah. See, I immediately feel better after talking about all this. After talking about the... Everything. Yeah. So that's a good thing. There, that's what golf does. That's what golf... Yeah, exactly. Like even talking about it is better. Um, but yeah, I think we we both had a bit of uh, pent up anger at the whole thing. So hopefully, it. Do you know what? There's probably this conversation is happening. I guarantee. I'm looking at my phone there right now, and I think of about sixty something messages, all from golf groups. So <laughs> obviously, something has been mentioned. <laughs> so. We shall go and find that out officially uh, after this after this podcast. Yeah, we will we will leave it there for today. We will talk to you shortly. Um, stay safe and hopefully when the golf course is reopened, we'll see you out there. On the tee, Jack Nicholas. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory.